Hey, Michigan, let's talk golf. Here's Mike Sullivan, the most inconsistent golfer ever. In your life have you seen anything like that? And Kyle Bogey, wait, how can a guy with that name host a golf show? We'll never know. Better than most. It's the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Powered by our presenting partner, Hall Financial. All right, welcome into another edition of the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast presented by Hall Financial. And uh, we are always excited to be joined by our friend and uh, a, a total legend and an unbelievable golfer, lefty or righty, um, Mr. David Hall. D. Hall, uh, what's going on, man? Long, long time since you've uh, been on the podcast. We're excited to have you back. You're really laying on the intro thick today, Bogey. I don't know what that's about. Now, usually it's like, yeah, we have our obligatory sponsor on this week. Uh, D. Hall, just talk about Bryson or the British Open or whatever you want to talk about, I guess, and then let us know when you're done. No, it's, it's, it's exciting. You know, it's great. Um, and, and honestly it, it does like every time I tell somebody, yeah, D hall is uh man, he's a tremendous stick and he can do it righty or lefty. And Oh, by the way, he puts left-handed, even if he plays right, everyone looks at me and goes, wait, what? It, it really is something that people marvel at when you bring it very, up. But. Very confused individual. This man <laughs> must be very confused. What are you doing? What are you doing out there? Well, first, first things first, uh, D. Hall, I, I got to know where, where you stand on this very important debate that, that came up this past week, okay? okay? In your mind, is it British Open or is it the Open Championship? It's funny. Um, <laughs> you know, I think they're trying to, to, you know, they have been for a while trying to brand it the Open, you know, and I think that's fine. I mean, I, I don't know. For, I think for people in the States, it's more the British Open. You know, I don't know. As a kid growing up, the British Open, which has super positive connotations to me. It's not like I don't think the Open makes it any better or different than the British Open. I think the British Open is what it is. And um, but I think they're trying to say this is the worldwide open or whatever they're trying to get out there. Right. Like the Ohio State University or whatever it is. That's, that's what they're doing. But uh, yeah, I'm a British Open guy. I think I'm a British Open guy. How about you? I actually like the Open Championship. I don't know why. They, okay. Maybe they got me. I'm, I'm a sucker. They changed all their social media to the Open, and they're just branding it as that. I, I, I kind of dig it. I'm not going to lie. So they got me, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, it's the name of the tournament is the Open Championship. But at the same time, I think it's such a loser debate for people that actually get upset with people who say British Open. It's like, who cares? I mean, you all know what we're referring to. Like D. Hall said, it's just kind of what it's referred to in the United States. If you say British Open or if you say the Open, at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter. It's the same thing. More importantly, does your driver suck? It's just inconsistent, like always. <laughs> I mean, I, I played. In the, I had a chance to play in the member member last week, last weekend at Red Run, and uh, just again, just so uh, some holes I'd absolutely pound a drive, and other holes I would I seem to not be able to get off the tee. So I was just I, speaking. I, I was just speaking more Sully of if you're going to go after your manufacturer like your boy Bryson did. That's what I was. Oh no, about. absolutely not. It's on me. It's I, I. It's on me to go to the range. Which I plan on this week, I, one evening this week, and just figuring out my driver, getting my stance right playing it more up, playing it more than whatever I might need to do. And I will figure it out. That's on me. That's not on, that's not on the manufacturer. Absolutely not. Before, before he even made that comment, a lot of people had asked me like, you know, 
it just in golf and stuff like why how come bryson is like so sort of unlikable to some degree you know he's mm-hmm. i mean like and and apparently the guys on the tour tiger and phil they like playing with him so you know that's the different but in terms of like the average consumer like there's not a lot of people that get by, and why is that and i've always said that you know bryson is like um he's like a big kid you know he just he reminds like people think that little kids are cute. People think big kids are like annoying, you know, and Bryson kind of like kind of strikes you as annoying. Um, and when he comes in and he starts trashing Cobra and then Cobra just trashes him, they just say he's just a big eight year old and he does this all the time. They basically said that he does like without saying those words, it's just really interesting. And it makes you think about over the last couple of years, you know, how many eye rolls have these guys at Cobra probably when they're doing fittings for him or whatever, given each other about, you know, this mad scientist. Now, part of that, the guy's got some genius in him. There's no doubt about that. But the way he goes about things, you know, is um, it's probably tough to take for some people. You it's know? clear. I mean, and I, I like Bryson a lot. And also, you know, we've had the chance to meet him. I, I consider him a friend now, you know, so I, I, I do, uh, you know, like Bryson overall, but um, what I would say to that too, though, is it's clear that there is something there where, where he just is, whether you want to say high maintenance, whether, I, I don't know. I don't think you should criticize a guy for overworking and working hard and trying to, you know, hone in and be an expert at his craft. I don't think that you should ever criticize someone for that, but when you look at the stuff with Cobra and their comments, when you look at Tim Tucker leaving abruptly because he just couldn't take being his caddy anymore, you know, there, there certainly is that element of, uh, of, of just, you don't want to say jerk or, or high maintenance, whatever you want to call it that exists with Bryson. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that um, I think overall he's good for golf. He's yep. definitely a guy people want to watch and see yep. what he does. Um, but there's just a certain thing about him the same way john daly was so likable bryson's like the anti john Daly. like john daly like he took his licks and he owned them and you know for all of his faults he sort of did never tried to blame anybody else and it's like nobody likes a guy that blames everybody nobody likes a finger pointer these guys can't make a driver good enough for me. I mean, that's, I'd, I'd love to be able to do that. You know, that'd be great. Hey, I'm, there's nothing wrong with me. Nothing wrong with me. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I do find it relatable though. And I got to believe like the average golfer out there actually finds it relatable because let's be honest, if guys out there or, or girls are, are hitting bad shots or whatever it might be, you're looking at the ground and you're going, Oh man. I mean, that ground is just so soft. You know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I had no chance, you know, the greens were just running so slow. I just couldn't figure out the speed. You know, you're always blaming equipment, the ball, the course, the conditions, whatever it is, instead of just blaming yourself. When in reality, it's always yourself. Yeah. Well, and I think we've all done a little bit of that, but I got to, you know, I don't get you guys very long, so I got to transition. So Sully, now that you and Phil are on a first name basis, from what I understand, you're going out to, uh, uh, are you visiting with him? Are you swing coaching him now? Like, where are we at with this relationship? Well, I, I think, you know, we've just developed a great friendship, you know, and we, we've become really good friends and I look forward to just being able to, to, to text Phil and call Phil when I need to and things. Yeah. So, I know uh, yeah, I, no, I was great. I'm up, I'm up early one morning and I'm clicking through stuff and, and I, all of a sudden I see Phil Mickelson. Yeah. This guy's name's Mike Sullivan. I go, I know that guy. What is he talking about right now? 
It was awesome. It was, it was, it was cool. You know, I think it was so cool. There's a lot of things that come up, you know, in, in business or just hobby, whatever you want to call it, that are kind of scheduled out or set in stone or cookie cutter or whatever you want to refer it. But, but this was just a situation where it was just trying to take, you know, run on the fly, just take a moment that happened and, and try to, you know, do something with it. And, and yeah, I mean, it was, it was pretty cool just to be able to meet him briefly and, uh, and, and have him, uh, yeah, you know, call me on a first name basis. That's pretty sweet. But overall, I mean, it was just, just fun more than anything, really. I heard that he's now consulting with you about like his calf exercises. Like you're basically in the inner circle at this point, coffee beans. He's helping you yep. with. Yeah. Branding, marketing, you know, uh, all of that as well for uh, Brand 25. So. <laughs> all right, so can we talk a little bit about the Open real quick? Of course. Of course, yeah. Because, yeah. like, here's what I what I find really interesting. Uh, Morikawa, uh, awesome. You know, I mean, this guy, I mean, he, people talk about his ball striking. He made so many key putts. I mean, he and I'm talking about mm-hmm. these were not five, six footers this guy was pouring in. But this sort of narrative, if you look at um, Louie, like I think sometimes guys like kind of can't get it done. And other times you're just a little bit of a victim of some circumstances. Now, Louie did not play well in the fourth round and, and certainly he could have played better. But people are now talking about all his seconds and thirds. I mean, I think that a guy who's finished that high in this many majors should be complimented. You know, I'm reading some of yeah. this where it's like, well, he, he can't win the big one. He's only won one. I mean, this guy's been in the mix, and he's had some, you know, Bubba Watson hitting a hook shot around the trees at Augusta. I mean, this, the guy just beat you. You know, sometimes the guy just beat you. I just don't like this narrative that Louis can't get it done. I mean, Mickelson played unbelievable the last day at Kiowa. Well, to me, Louis is like one of the stories of the year this year in golf from the standpoint of how well he's played. And I think that these detractors of Louis, it's kind of bothering me. He's been unbelievable when you actually look at the numbers and how much, how far under par he is in majors. But I, I totally agree that there is that other school of thought and people do say that. I mean, heck, on, on Sunday, I ran into a, a guy, I know he's a member at Red Run at, on the putting green. And, you know, the first thing he did is he came up to me and said, God, Louie, what, what a choke artist, man. That guy just can't win. And, and I, I do think that, 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 that some people just, because he hasn't won, they, they almost treat it as, black or white, right? Either you win or you lost, right? And that's how people kind of view it. But I mean, if you're performing that high and, and that high in the leaderboard and major after major after major, of course, that's impressive. Well, it, you're already seeing it happen. Now, this guy hasn't won yet. Louis Ustazen actually has won. But Tony Finau, I mean, his nickname is what? Top five Tony? Because he always charges on Sunday and he finishes in the top five. And I mean, is he always in contention? Is he necessarily leading or anything like that? Okay, maybe not. But to finish in the top five, top ten at majors yeah. like Tony Finau does, it's the same thing. He gets treated like a, a peasant when in reality that's really difficult to do yeah. to finish in the top ten or top five. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Louie had an unbelievable year. Um, and I just think that especially guy, you know um, – I think it's different too. If like sort of your pedigree, I mean, like, you know, there, there are certain players like Dustin Johnson or Justin Thomas or Brooks Kepka, where, you know, maybe they've got a little more firepower than Louie does. I mean, I think for Louie at the age of 38 to be performing in this well in majors, I just think it's something that should be applauded rather than, Hey, this guy can't get well, it done. 
Yeah. Hold on. You, you said at his age. Okay. Yeah. I will say that the NBC broadcast went a little bit, uh, you know, over the top. Okay. The guy's 38. Yeah. All right. It, it's yeah. not like he's, you know, Phil and he's 50 years old or something. NBC literally, I mean, how many times did they mention in the broadcast? They were like, you know, this might be Louis last chance. Yeah, they overdid that. Yeah. All right. I'll, yeah. I'll take that back. But there's fine. <laughs> Getting near 40, still. statistically, if you look historically at majors, it gets a little tougher as you get closer to 40. The difference sure. is, though, of course, of course. some of the guys you just mentioned, when, when Louie is on, he's still coming up short. When Dustin Johnson is on, he's never coming up short, period. Yeah. There's no there's no one beating Dustin Johnson. When that, that's up. your guy. You've been saying that. And meanwhile, he hasn't won anything in a long time, Sully. What's going on with your guy? Well, he hasn't been on. When, when, he, when he is on his A game, he's not losing. <laughs> Okay. So, all right. That's great. I mean, I don't know what that exactly means. I mean, what, why isn't he on his A game a little more? I don't think he's been, I don't know. Maybe he's just not taking it seriously. I think he's only played in 15 events. Um, maybe he's just working through something. I'm not sure, but. Okay. Uh, can you, can like you text not, Dustin? Can you text Dustin and, and find out for us? I don't know him, but I can, I can, I'm sure I can make. <laughs> You're good connector, Sully. You're the connector. Professional dot connector. You know? Yeah, I love that. Uh, and just so the you know the last thing I just wanted to talk about as it relates to the British Open real quickly is that you know if you look at um, you know Morikawa, and I think people kind of group him in with Wolf and Hovland a little bit because they came out at the same time. Oh as yeah, the guys. Mm-hmm. It's been really interesting to see his development. People that obviously don't follow golf that closely don't know how great he was in college. This guy was. Great. I mean, I had no doubt this guy was going to be, I didn't think he was going to win two of his first eight majors, you know, but I knew he was going to be a really good pro, but just the maturity with which he handles things as a 24 year old. Now you talk about a guy that's super likable, you know, this guy's likable, he's marketable. And uh, I hope that I think it's really good for golf that a guy that's not necessarily a bomber, he hits it plenty far. Don't get me wrong, but he's not a bomber and he's winning. And I think that's really good for golf in general, because all anybody wants to talk about is distance and how far they hit it and all that. And that's not his game. That's not, that's not what he does. He's a precision guy, which, uh, you know, it's cool to see. It's good. I think it's good for the game of golf. So over under, and maybe we could work with DraftKings to set some odds on this. Over under the total majors that he'll win in his career, D Hall. If you had to say, mm. what would that number be at? Mm. Boy, that's <laughs> that's a good one. Um, I'll go with six. Yeah. What do you guys think? I'd go a little more than that. Wow. Maybe maybe seven or eight slightly. Well, that, that puts him in all time great player oh, yeah. status, like top ten players of all time. 12 major. I can't say something like that. Of You're course. calling Morikawa a top 15 player of all time when his career is over? At, at this rate, statistically, I don't know how you can. I mean, is that a hot take? That. Is that a hot take? That's tough. I mean, just statistically. No, I mean, judging, by, judging by how he started, I mean, obviously, you know, you would think that he's just going to vault up and, and continue this, but I've been burned by Jordan Spieth. And I, I love Jordan. Yeah, but like but- early on when he was hot, I was just like, oh my God. I mean, this is speed. This could be a run like Tiger was on. And, and yep. you know, obviously <laughs> he kind of got away from that. Now, is that going to happen to Morikawa? Maybe not, but I, I would go with you. I would go maybe five, five, six. I thought, like that is very reasonable, but he could have a ton. I mean, isn't it great? great speed. I mean, you talk about likable and fun to watch, like speed. We didn't talk about that, but just a couple of comments I heard about speed that I thought were great. You know, first thing is like, 
Somebody posted something that I thought was awesome. He plays like he's broke. That's what they put. I was like, that's exactly. He plays like he's broke. Like he's almost in desperation mode when he's out there. And yeah. I just think that guy is so fun to watch. You know, everything he's thinking when he's playing, when they mic him and oh, yeah. Greller, Geller and Greller and um, I don't know. I just, I just think that guy's a riot when he's in the mix, I love him. It's fun to watch. Yeah, it's, no, it's I, a total. It's a roller coaster. That's that's all it is. He, he's going to go out there. He's going to bury a birdie or a, an eagle putt, and then he's going to go out there and bogey the next hole. And then he's going to go out there and miss fairways. But then he's going to hit an incredible recovery shot to twelve feet, hit the putt. Like he's just unbelievable to watch. If you see it, if you look at his swing today versus twenty fifteen, he's completely transformed his swing. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot that obviously was going on with him over the last couple of years. He's changed yeah. his swing. I mean, he's yep. way more laid off than he used to be. He's way more bowed at the top. And those are things he's all been working on. So it, it kind of makes sense that he was going through what he was going through because he changed his swing. And yeah. I don't think enough has been said about that. Totally and agree. He'll win again for sure. I, he'll win. He'll win. Oh, I know. Yeah. Touch on close to winning majors again, but who wins has. more majors, Spieth or Morikawa? Just based on years alone, you have to say Morikawa. The guy, the guy's just on fire. You know, yeah. I'll go with Spieth. I, I I would say Spieth too. Spieth's only what twenty seven. I think he's twenty seven. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's you know they're still actually very similar in age. Yeah. What one thing can I can I complain about one thing? With the British Open, the if Open Championship, whatever you want to call it. For you. Yeah, go ahead. All right, just one thing. I really wish the conditions would have been a little bit tougher. <laughs> it it oh, didn't yeah. feel like so a bad. true Open Championship. I need some British wind. Open. I need some I sideways rain. Yeah. I need somebody's it's, it's umbrella like... to like pop the other direction <laughs> that it's not supposed to go. Yeah. It, it almost felt like you're watching the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach. You know, the, the water's beautiful, yeah. blowing out there off the cliff sun is shining i mean like what is this you know i but, never i wanted to ask you guys this why was the golf channel team not there because of the covid restrictions over there yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. they kept saying yeah, i like them on the grounds i want to see I know. the golf channel team on the grounds and then the the coverage yeah. is not is that like i think that's some feed they get from some uh, i just didn't think the tv coverage was that great from the angles and everything like that but i mean i don't, I don't know what that was all about yeah, well, they, the cam- they had some cameras. Yeah, they had some cameras like above the greens and all that for the yeah. approach shots. You could barely see the ball. I know. And I have I have really good eyes and like, you know, big TVs and all that. You could barely see the ball. Yeah, I hear you. It's weird. Guys, great being with you for another uh, segment. When are you, uh, you going to have me back? 2023? No, we just need to pin you down in a date on the calendar and just and just set it. I know you're a very busy guy, D. Hall. So we okay, will. got it. Okay. It's been fun. Hopefully somebody cares about our opinions. Always great to have D Hall on the podcast. Uh, looks like we're going to try and get him back on ahead of the Ryder cup coming up uh, in late September. So it should be uh, exciting stuff and always a great conversation. And, you know, look, D hall, hall financial, their entire team has been so, so supportive, honestly, of MDG, uh, the way to support them back uh, obviously is to go to hallmdg.com. They want to work with you. They want to help you. You know, obviously, if you're looking for a home, looking to refinance, whatever it is, Hall Financial is not just going to treat you, you know, like another, you know, person in line or another ticket out there. Um, they are all about personal attention and five-star reviews. So, again, make sure that you are using Hall Financial if you're looking for a house, hallmdg.com. 
Uh, obviously, big week for me uh, on my golf trip up at Boyne uh, and just an unbelievable place. We're playing a lot of golf, but the courses are in unbelievable shape. Going to be uh, checking out their new Trackman range as well, um, which I'm really looking forward to. There'll be some great content. Uh, if you want to subscribe to our YouTube channel, that's Metro Detroit Golfers on YouTube. You can see uh, some of the content we'll be putting together from this week. Of course, we'll be posting photos and videos and things like that. But uh, a big week up here uh, at Boyne and just uh, a, a tremendous place. And, you know, of course, my last stop before I came up here, before I made the trek north, was to try covering massage and flexibility. I had to get loose, had to get ready for the week. And uh, so far, so good. Feeling pretty good getting my hips through the ball and all that. And guys, if you want to improve your golf game, I'm telling you, Make sure you take care of your body. Try covering massage and flexibility. Jeff, Kevin, the entire team do an unbelievable job working with golfers and have specific golf packages. They have two locations, Novi, Royal Oak. Check them out right now. Go to tri-covery.com, tricovery.com, and see for yourself. Well, we certainly hope that Kyle has fun on his golf trip up in Boyne. I'm going to be there uh, next week, actually. I always look forward to it every time of the year. Going to be up at Treetops, uh, going to be up at Boyne. It's going to be just a really fun time. And one of the best times of the summer is to get out and to get on the golf trip with the boys and have some fun. And also another great thing this summer is DraftKings and all that they're doing. America's top-rated sports book. And how about Tokyo Olympics this summer? Speaking of America, our top athletes are over in Tokyo competing for gold. DraftKings has a medal-worthy offer for you. Place any pre-event wager of $1 to be eligible to cash $100 in free credits if America wins any medal this year. That's 100 to 1 odds on any American athlete to stand on the podium and receive gold, silver, or bronze this week, which obviously will happen. 100 to 1 odds on an offer like this doesn't come around, around much. That's why I love DraftKings Sportsbook. It's easy, it's safe, it's secure. So download top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook today. Download the app. Use promo code MDG. When you sign up, turn $1 into $100 in free credits. If America wins a medal, that's code MDG. Turn $1 into $100 in free credits for a limited time only. DraftKings Sportsbook. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline 800-270-7117. Must be 21 plus. Michigan only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full terms and conditions. A big thank you to DraftKings. Big thank you to Hall Financial and a big thank you to Tricovery as well. Thanks for listening, guys. Hope you enjoyed the British Open recap, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and keep giving Sully and Bogey a hard time. Powered by our presenting sponsor, Hall Financial, and also Tri-Covery Massage and Flexibility.